Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Right as we come on the air tonight, we do have breaking news. A couple pieces of it. Uh, Let's start with the United States Supreme Court. Literally, as we come on the air here tonight, the U.S. Supreme Court has just announced that they have agreed to consider Colorado's decision to deem Donald Trump ineligible to run under the Constitution's insurrection clause. Now, today is slash was the deadline for printing the Colorado ballots uh, for the primary ballots in Colorado uh, the Supreme Court, though, as we discussed last night, uh, they have several different options. You know, one would be to, to decide straight away. Uh, but, but the option they picked here is that they will take up the case, but it's not going to be today. In fact, uh, reading from their order, the petition, uh, is granted. The case is set for oral argument Thursday, February 8th. So next month. About a month from now is when they're going to uh, take this up. So uh, I don't know when Colorado's primary is. This literally just just happened. Greg, if you could look up when Colorado's primary is, uh, that would be interesting to know that. Now, th- that having been said, so, so the Supreme Court is going to decide whether or not Colorado uh had the legal means to take Donald Trump off of the presidential primary ballot but not till next month coming up in about a half an hour from right now i'm going to talk to a lawyer for the public interest legal foundation and all they do all they do is election integrity law that's it that's all they do and and i ask this attorney, whether or not the 2020 election was stolen and whether or not the what you know, how the Supreme Court is going to going to react to this. So fresh as uh, as today's headlines, uh, that guest will be coming up in about a half an hour from right now. Also breaking news, the a third day, a third release of documents from the Jeffrey Epstein pedophile ring. And we're starting to get more names. We now know, at least according to the documentation that was released just moments ago, a then underage Epstein victim claims that she had sex with the former prime minister of Israel, Ehud Barak. I had to Google this because I I was not sure if Ehud Barak was still alive uh, Ehud Barak is still alive. He's 81 years old. Uh, and it will be interesting to see if he's going to be facing any kind of criminal charges. Uh, but that came out just moments ago. So uh, it is a very active news day for a late Friday afternoon. Uh, but I want to begin our show here today uh, with the third and final part of my discussion with Orlando's mayor, Buddy Dyer. Uh, I spoke with him Wednesday in what was supposed to be a 10-minute conversation. I thought I'd be able to play the whole thing in one show. Uh, we ended up having a 20-minute conversation, and uh, and I decided to, to share that discussion with you over the last three nights. Uh, here in the third and final part of the discussion, uh, we talk about the state of the venues 
in downtown Orlando, these venues that are owned by the city of Orlando. That means uh, if you live in the city, you're a taxpayer. You own these venues. And uh, we talk about the Pulse nightclub uh, memorial and what's going to be done with that in the third and final part of my discussion here with Orlando's Mayor, Buddy Dyer. We're talking to Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer, and you're listening to The Joe Kelly Show. One more thing I want to discuss with you, and that is the Orlando venues, of which we have several world-class venues, uh, one of which has, has undergone a name change, and this will be the first time I'll have said these words out loud, the Kia Center. Uh, it, it, when it comes to our venues... Uh, they're going to be on the receiving end of varying amounts of the tourism, uh, the TDT, Tourist Development Tax Dollars. Can you give us an idea of what we should expect s- starting with the Kia Center? So the Kia Center, which was uh, formerly known as the Amway Center, um, if you can believe it, it's now 13 years old. Um, it looks pretty darn good for that. But think about your home or <laughs> any building when it reaches 13 years old, some of the major components, not necessarily the floors and some of the things that make it aesthetically appealing, but the things like the air conditioning and the ability to create ice for the hockey um, when hockey or figure skating goes on. So some of the bigger things need to be done. And we're asking the the county earlier in the year did the task force made recommendations on how to spend excess tourist development tax that they have. So one of their recommendations was Camping World Stadium and Amway Center, along with the Convention Center, UCF and uh, Dr. Phillips. We uh, are hopeful that we'll get somewhere in the neighborhood of 225 to $260 million for upgrades over the next 10 years for the Amway Center. So we can't spend that all in a year, but we have a plan over the next 10 years to make sure it stays state of the art. Um, I some of the arenas that are going up now, we I still think we have the best in the country, but Oklahoma City to retain the Thunder is doing a $1 billion brand new arena. $900 million worth of public funds going in wow. to that $1 billion. So that's what we're trying to keep up with. The Camping World Stadium, we have benefited from tourist development tax to do the entire lower bowl. That's brand new. And I don't remember, know if you remember during that renovation, we knocked the whole lower bowl down. So if you drove by there, you saw the upper bowl just Which on Which was the, a weird sight. It was a very weird sight. Yeah. So that old upper bowl still needs to be replaced. So our ask there is $400 million so that we can replace that and also build a field house for use um, largely by Florida Citrus Sports in conjunction with that. And a tarp of some sort, a covering, is that still in the plans? That, that's kind of, let's wait and see if what happens with tourist development tax, but that would be at some point in the future in addition to put a roof or a shade structure of some sort over the top, like um, the soccer stadium has that shields the the stands, but is not over the field. And most of the NFL stadiums, if you go down to the Dolphin Stadium, 
they have that type of structure. So if they're not a totally enclosed stadium, most of them have that shade structure now. And then the real crown jewel of our venues, at least from my perspective, that is downtown, the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts, right across the street from from City Hall. Uh, what is what is on tap for them? What's what's new in the future in the year or two ahead? So I think this is well known. If not, I'm letting out a little secret here. But Steinmetz Hall was completed two years ago, and Architectural Digest ranked the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center primarily because of Steinmetz as one of the 11 most beautiful um, performing arts center in the world. So we're there. There were only three in America, um, and we're in company with places like the Sydney Opera House. So I think that's a pretty good validation of what we're doing here. So one of the last physical pieces in the building was creating a jazz club. So um, it's gonna be called Judson's and it's after one of the donors who subsequent Judson Green, who was a former president of Walt Disney World. He and his wife made the primary contribution related to this that that will be opening in February. So it's the completion of the last performance space. And it's a jazz club that's on the northern side of the building. So that will open the same weekend as the Pro Bowl and that we host the Olympic marathon here. It's going to be a busy weekend. Now, I'm a big fan of the front lawn out in front of the Dr. Phillips Center. But at some point, that's not going to be lawn anymore, correct? That would be their next plan or next step is to create something more than simply the, although I have to tell you, I kind of like that. I do too. That's up in it. I like We've that open space. Stuff. You think about after Pulse, you think about what they did during the pandemic. So I've stressed to them that whatever they're thinking, there has to still be a lot of open gathering space so that you can have a large volume of people that congregate there for whatever the purpose may be. Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer, it's uh, it's nice to catch up with you and to get caught up with the city of Orlando. And uh, anything that's on your plate that you want to share with our listeners? Uh, the one thing that we didn't anticipate that is definitely on our plate is uh, the city has had to take over the creation of a memorial for Pulse. So we acquired the property in November and we're doing a lot of our research right now on how to move forward to that but that's something we feel feel very strongly about and i have set a goal that that will be completed before i leave office as mayor and that's three and a half years or four four years cut me six months short i'm oh, sorry about that all right all right actually uh, oath of office is this coming monday that oh is that right all right. Well, yeah. all right. Very good. Well, congratulations. Uh, Orlando's long time, longest serving ever uh, for the city of Orlando, Mayor Buddy Dyer, uh, joining us here on the Joe Kelly Show. Mayor, it's it's always a, a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, Joe. Look forward to a great 2024. I And it was nice to for him to spend some time with me and really did appreciate that. And, and I know that... Uh, if you're anybody who's listened to the show before, you know that I, I don't view political opponents as enemies. I don't uh, hate political opponents. Uh, he is a registered Democrat. I am a registered Republican. Uh, but if you ever get a chance to meet Buddy Dyer, <clears throat> excuse me, in person, uh, he, he is just genuinely a nice guy. He is uh, easy to talk to. 
uh, and you, you can quickly find that you've got more things in common uh, than you do in opposition. And then can I give a, a hashtag fun fact about downtown uh, Orlando's City Hall? For people who are new to Orlando, you may not know this. Uh, but the City Hall, which is right across the street from the Dr. Phillips Center, is the new City Hall. I don't remember the exact year of this, but there there was an old City Hall that was that was built. Well, the, the, let me rephrase it. The new City Hall was built inches behind the old City Hall. So, so they had two buildings on the same lot at the same time so that they could continue to work out of the old building while the new city hall was being built right behind it. And they had to demolish, uh, once they finally finished the new city hall, they had to demolish the old city hall. And uh, it was uh, pitched to Hollywood that, hey, we've got a building we want to blow up. If you guys want to use it in a movie, we've got a, a, a building you can use. And does anybody know what movie it was? Anybody here on the show currently? Does anybody know what movie it was? I'm getting... You're shaking your heads no. Was it a Fast and Furious movie? No, it's a good guess, though. Fast and Furious is a good guess. I'm glad I brought this up. If, if you guys don't know this, I, I bet I a lot of our Die listeners... Hard. Uh, like it, a Die Hard film? N- no, it wasn't Die Hard either. Oh, it was... Um, you know, so funny... <laughs> You guys just made me forget who, who it is. It's not Die lethal Hard. Lethal Weapon. It's Lethal Weapon. Yeah, it okay. was the. It was, it was this. It was this. I think it was the second Lethal Weapon movie, and it was the one where uh, there's a bomb in a car in a parking garage, and there they keep quipping about. Wait, you cut the blue wire or do you cut the red wire? You cut the blue wire. No, no, the, cut the red wire. Then he grabs the cat, and yeah, and it's Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. And and they they cut the wire and then the timer starts ticking really fast and uh, and then they take off running and then the whole building and as it as the building comes crashing down, you can see the new city hall right behind it. Uh, it's a it's a pretty cool scene and if you if you ever if you happen to own again I think it was the second Lethal Weapon movie. Uh, but if you happen to own it, you'll be able to to at least you know fast forward to that scene. I, I think it's the opening scene of the movie, honestly. So you don't want to fast forward too far. All right, coming up next, uh, we have a lot on tap tonight, uh, including m- m- music trivia in our six o'clock hour. Since it is Friday, we're going to bring back our Friday night fun and games here for the new year. And uh, and then at five thirty-five, we're going to talk to an election integrity lawyer. Who's that's all they do. That's all they do is election integrity cases. And I I ask him the question, was the election of 2020 stolen? You'll get his answer. That'll be coming up at 535. Stay with us. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. All right, coming up in our next segment, we're going to talk to an election integrity attorney. and We're going to talk about the Supreme Court and Donald Trump uh, on the ballot. And uh, we're, we're, uh, I ask him, I ask him, was the 2020 election stolen? Who better to answer that than an election integrity attorney? That'll be coming up at 535. So stick around for that. From your office to ours, we're breaking down today's big stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. Florida is now the first state to import millions. Millions of dollars worth of medications from Canada where prices are lower. That's because the FDA approved it. You heard Laurel talk about this a moment ago. David Soul from the uh, 1970s TV series Starsky and Hutch has died. He was 80 years old. Was he Starsky or was he Hutch? 
Yeah, he was Hutch. Or, or Starsky. Hey, but he was Hutch. New York Attorney General Letitia James asks a judge to make Donald Trump pay $370 million in his New York civil fraud trial. Gosh, I'm sorry, was he convicted already? Saying the case had demonstrated that he had gained that amount through unlawful conduct. A third round of documents from the lawsuit related to Jeffrey Epstein were released today. Uh, those documents are being reviewed as we speak. Wayne LaPierre announces his resignation as the chief of the NRA, longtime chief of the NRA. Uh, he cited health concerns, uh, but he's got a fraud trial that he's going to be facing in the days ahead. Southern California shaken by a moderate earthquake, preliminary magnitude of a 4.1. It happened in Rancho Cucamonga. And uh, I'm told by our own Paul Cross that they have a baseball team in Rancho Cucamonga. Would you care to guess what the name of the baseball team is? It's a minor league ball team. The Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. See? That's correct. Because of the earthquakes. Paul Cross for yep. the win. FTW. Yep. And lastly, we just got this breaking news just uh, just right as we come on the air just 30 minutes ago. The U.S. Supreme Court says it will consider the appeal of former President Trump's disqualification from the Colorado GOP primary ballot. The court set oral arguments for Thursday, February 8th. So we looked up the dates thanks to our, our crack research team. And by research team, I mean Greg, the producer. Uh, and Greg looked it up. And so the oral arguments are going to be February 8th and their primary election is March 5th. So the oral arguments are in one month from now. And then one month from the oral arguments is the primary election. So it is going to be a tight schedule, tight turnaround here for these decisions uh, for the Supreme Court because they're certainly going to have to decide uh, before March 5th on this. I'm Joe Kelly. Coming up next, I ask an election integrity attorney, was the 2020 election stolen? You'll hear his answer next. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. All right, so with the, with I knew that the Supreme Court was going to have to do something today with Donald Trump. So I, I reached into my Rolodex, and for our younger listeners, if you don't know what a Rolodex is, a Rolodex is a lot like a refrigerator. It's a small little unit. It keeps your food cold. So I reached into my Rolodex to grab a phone number, because uh, that's where I keep phone numbers is in my, you know, Rolodex. You get you get the idea, right? So, and and I wanted to get in touch with Jay Christian Adams, and and Jay Christian Adams is an attorney with the Public Interest Legal Foundation, and I spoke with him at noon today, uh, and recorded our conversation, and uh, I I wanted to talk to him about you know what the Supreme Court could do with regards to this Trump decision. So we had this discussion prior to knowing. Uh, that the Supreme Court was going to take up the case. But while I had him on the phone and while I had him on the interview, I thought, wow, I want to ask him, uh, a, a genuine expert. You know, we, I, we all can have our own opinions about whether or not the 2020 election was stolen. You guys know my opinion. I don't think it was stolen. There were shenanigans, yes, but not stolen. Uh, but I asked him if it was stolen as well. By the way, hashtag fun fact. 
his name is J. Christian Adams. J is an initial because his name is John Adams. So he, he goes by Christian, his middle name, uh, because he doesn't want to be confused with the presidents. So <laughs> hashtag fun fact. All right. So my discussion with uh, J. Christian Adams today about Donald Trump and whether or not the 2020 election was stolen. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And tell me, first of all, about the Public Interest Legal Foundation, the work that you do, and then we'll get into specifically why we wanted to talk to you today. Right. We're the only public interest law firm in the country that focuses exclusively on election integrity, on election law. Um, Some people do a little. That's all we do. And uh, we fight to uphold the rule of law and we litigate cases. Right now, we have them going from this year, from Alaska to Maine, to Louisiana, to Florida, to pretty much everywhere in between, it seems. And Christian, uh, I know that you have filed a brief with the Supreme Court uh, regarding the case that they're going to hear about the Colorado ballot. Tell me about that. Right. Um, This is going to be decided by the Supreme Court. There's an effort to have Donald Trump thrown off the ballot. And now normally in America, we don't do that. We give people a chance to actually vote for their candidate of choice. You know, we believe in the right to vote for people. But in Colorado, they're throwing them off the ballot. They're going to do it in Maine. And they're claiming that the 14th Amendment of the United States uh, doesn't allow so-called insurrectionists to run for office and they've got it wildly wrong not the least of which is congress actually repealed that provision of the 14th amendment uh, not once but twice so it's not even in effect anymore um with in addition to all the other problems they have to have them thrown off the ballot and is there though uh, and i understand what you're saying and you're the legal expert but is there though the possibility that the supreme court uh, could not side with Donald Trump on this. Well, of course there is. But, you know, look, I've looked at the law. We don't tend to get involved in flimsy arguments, uh, at least a public interest legal foundation. And uh, Hans von Spakovsky is one of our clients in this case that we filed the brief on behalf of. Um, and he is an, a legal scholar at Heritage. And uh, I think it's pretty clear that no state election official has the power to willy-nilly decide a candidate should not appear because they don't like them and what they've done in the past. Now, I see that there there is now a, a, an effort to not just stop with Donald Trump and the Colorado ballot. As you mentioned, Maine, uh, there are now a couple of other states, including Massachusetts and Illinois, that are looking at taking Donald Trump off the ballot. There are now some 156 or so Republican members of Congress that are being targeted for removal uh, of the ballots for the exact same reason, their engagement yeah. or involvement in the so-called insurrection from January 6th. This shows how destabilizing this effort is to the country to remove a leading presidential candidate from the ballot. It's the kind of thing the founders understood. Remember, they knew all about the 17th century when they were cutting the heads off kings, having revolutions in England, uh, civil wars, all over who was in charge and who, who could have the levers of power. So the founders knew all this, and that's why they wrote a constitution that gave the qualifications for president right there in black and white. And if you meet these qualifications, you're allowed to run. And, you know, it's a very destabilizing thing when these very, very partisan ideologues who happen to be secretaries of state in Colorado and Maine 
uh, decide on their own to take people off the ballots. Very destabilizing. Now, there is uh, on the subject of election integrity, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Jay Christian Adams. He is an attorney with the Public Interest Legal Foundation. And there is a new survey that came out from Suffolk University in USA Today where an alarming level of Americans fear whether or not the 2024 elections are going to be fair. How do you respond to that? Well, the first thing to make them fair is let every candidate appear on the ballot. I mean, this this relates to our previous topic. If you're excluding people from the ballot, then the elections aren't fair. But I think what's also going on in that poll is is a general distrust of the of the transformation that has occurred in how we run elections. I mean, in 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 the last presidential election, we were just ignoring the law. If you follow the law, people think it's fair. If you ignore the law, it seems unfair. You don't change the rules of the, of a game you play. You know, first down isn't suddenly 15 yards when the other side gets the ball. It, it's not how we play in America. So. I'm not surprised by that poll uh, because so many people are trying to rig the system. And let me ask you lastly here, not what is the million dollar question or even the bill. I think what is the trillion dollar question is, was the 2020 election stolen? Well, one thing's for sure is they didn't follow the law. And that gets right back to the, the, the issue of fairness. I was in cases, Public Interest Legal Foundation intervened in piles of cases where plaintiffs were colluding, meaning cooking up a resolution with a, a friendly blue state attorney general to change the rules in the middle of the game. That happened over and over and over. We had the law being ignored in Pennsylvania and Matt in Michigan and in, in Wisconsin where uh, you didn't have observers allowed in to watch the election. All sorts of shenanigans took place that cannot be repeated if we want to maintain the American ideal of fairness. You can't break the law when you run an election, and that happened in 2020. So with regards to those those rules that were changed mid-game, ostensibly they were changed because we were in the midst of the pandemic and people were making arguments, mostly Democrats were making arguments that you know we shouldn't all be congregating and precincts and polling and, and voting on the same day and all that other stuff. I mean, that was, that was the argument, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the same people who said we shouldn't be allowed to go to church and go to school and everything else and you know they can they also extended that to the right to appear to vote in person uh and and if you don't appear uh in person to vote we're gonna we're gonna break the law to give you the opportunity to vote that's basically what happened in 2020 and i think that and we now with the wisdom of of hindsight see what they were up to they were up to uh, making a system that had vulnerabilities that relied on the post office of all people to deliver ballots on time everything was a mess in 2020 and we learned uh who these people are that following the rules is not a top priority and and again i let me kind of circle back and ask you know lastly the trillion dollar question about whether or not the election was stolen if if it was provable, and, and I don't think anybody doubts what you're saying, there is no doubt that there were shenanigans that were going on during the 2020 elections. And you're absolutely spot on when you say they were changing the rules mid-game. But if we were to look at it at a post-game analysis, so to speak, could the Trump campaign slash Trump administration not have proven this in court? 
Well, look, they, they didn't need to prove it in court in the sense that the system was already being cooked against them. I mean, that was easy to prove in court. You didn't need to prove, you know, that X number of ballots were invalid when you had a much bigger fish to fry. And that was the breakdown and the collapse of the entire structure of following the rule of law. That's where the election was ripped off was they didn't follow the rules. If you go and play Monopoly with somebody and they're cheating the whole time, which, by the way, there's a cheater's edition of Monopoly. Believe it or not, (laughs) it comes with orange handcuffs. (laughs) And if somebody's cheating the whole time, uh, you you you're allowed to talk about it, right? You're allowed to say that they didn't follow the rules of monopoly, so their win really wasn't like a good old fashioned win. I sure appreciate your time and expertise. We've been talking to Jay Christian Adams. He is with the Public Interest Legal Foundation. You can find him online at publicinterestlegal.org. Christian, thank you so much, and happy new new year to you. Thank you for having me. We will uh, certainly hang on to that guy's number. I'll put it back into my Rolodex so that we have it for future use as well. Uh, and if you want to be able to hear that uh, conversation again, if you want to learn more about that, we've got it posted for you. Uh, just look for this story in the WDBO app. It is also uh, a special bonus episode of the Joe Kelly Show podcast. Uh, so you can listen to that uh, along with my uh, entire uh, the full interview with uh, Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer is also a special edition, a special episode on the Joe Kelly Show podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up at 6 o'clock, we're going to loosen up the neckties. We're going to untie our shoes. We're going to put our ball caps on backwards and go crazy. And uh, we're going to relax and, and chill out. And we're going to have our Friday night fun and games with music trivia. Music trivia, because you guys suck. At motion picture trivia, so I'm switching it back to move, uh, music trivia. That'll be coming up just after six. Stay with us. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. I y'all remember, some of our younger listeners may not remember this. Some of our older listeners may may not remember this, you know, because they don't remember things. Because once you get older, you start forgetting things anyway. So I'm not sure anybody would remember this. But Paul Harvey, uh, a former radio broadcaster, uh, rest in, may, may he rest in peace. Paul Harvey had a piece had a had a uh, a recording called "So God Made a Farmer." Remember that it went something like this. And on the eighth day, God looked down on His planned paradise and said, "I need a caretaker." So God made a farmer. And it goes on. It's about two and a half minutes long. Well, somebody used AI and flipped the script a bit. God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God gave us Trump. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, fix this country, work all day, fight the Marxists, eat supper, then go to the Oval Office and stay past midnight at a meeting of the heads of state. So God made Trump. I need somebody with arms, strong enough to rustle the deep state, and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. Somebody to ruffle the feathers, tame cantankerous World Economic Forum, come home hungry, 
have to wait until the first lady is done with lunch with friends. Then tell the ladies to be sure and come back real soon. I'm not saying that it's a cult. I'm just saying there are cult-like moments uh, for the, the the Trump fanaticals uh, to make something like that. There's a whole video that goes with it. And the God Made a Trump is a full minute longer than Paul Harvey's God Made a Farmer. I mean, it is long. It just goes on and on and on and on and on. Anyhow, coming up next, stay with us. Uh, Friday Night Fun and Games, music trivia. Everybody get your pencil and paper and your headphones, your listening ears on. We'll have that for you coming up next here on The Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. Still of that crash on John Young Parkway southbound at Washington Street. That's between Colonial and the 408. Looking at those delays now on I-4 westbound. They're still there in Lake Mary. Uh, getting a little bit better now into downtown. Just a little bit of a tap of the brakes on the 408 eastbound ramp through downtown. Uh, also Sand Lake to 535 and then 192 into Champions Gate. Didn't get what you wanted for Christmas? Get the refresh computers. Dell computers starting at just $129. Refreshcomputers.net and the Superstore in Longwood. From the WDBO Traffic Center, I'm Paul Cross. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. Connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I'm so glad you're joining us here on a Friday night. And we're bringing back here for 2024 our Friday night tradition of uh, Friday night fun and games. And we have learned from past episodes uh, that doing movie trivia is a terrible idea. Uh, because uh, it seems as if our contestants don't know movies as well as they know music. So we're bringing back music for tonight's uh, trivia. And our contestants are in no particular order. Actually, they're totally in order. Uh, Laurel Lee. Hello, Laurel. This is where, Laurel, you would say hi. Greg is on the phone, too. I think... Okay. Is our, that, our surprise okay. contestant was having some issues, and I don't know what they were, but I think he, I told him to call in instead, so I think Greg's handling that. I think we have a pretty good idea of who the surprise contestant is <laughs> then at this point. Uh, Paul Cross, who's going to join us as he is able. He's actually juggling. He's multitasking at this hour, so he may be joining us here and there. Hello, Paul. Hello there, guys. And, and then, of course, uh, Greg Rhodes. Heard my name. Yep. And do we have Alex? I do. I have him on the phone line. So we have Alex, also known as Mr. Laurel Lee, is joining us right now. Hi, cutie. Is he there? Oh, am I supposed to pull it up? Hang on. I've got too many windows open. We do this every day. I don't know if you guys know this, but we're professional radio people. We even have it's been a it's been a long year. (laughs) We even have rehearsals. You know, we, we rehearse this all day. And we still blow it. Alex, are you there? Uh, testing, one, two, three. Yes, all right, Alex. All right. <laughs> Alex has his act together far more than we do. All right, so get a pencil and paper, everybody. That includes all of our listeners. Get a pencil and paper. I'm going to rattle through a whole bunch of very, very short song clips. You're going to write down the title and the artist. You get you get a point for each. Okay, so if you only know the, the title of the song or only know the artist, give yourself one point. 
Uh, if you know both, give yourself two points. Here we go. Song number one. That was it. Song number one. I'll let you hear it one more time. Song number two. I'll let you write it down. Song number three. I can hear pencils scratching away furiously. Is this an artist and song title, Joe? Is that what we're doing? Yes, Paul. That's what we're doing. Okay. That's exactly <laughs> what we're doing. I'm sorry. Here's song number four. <laughs> song number four. Here is song number five. Maybe I'm just too demanding. Got it? Song number six. Mm. Mm. The titles are too long and it takes too long to write them down. You know what's taking a long time is you talking. <laughs> when, you could be, when you could be writing instead. Like, I feel like I should be a court stenographer. Right. I, I okay, here, I'll play it for you again. That's number six. Here's number seven. Don't be discouraged, I'll play it again. Here's number seven. Don't be discouraged, Here is song number eight. Sisters, we gotta hold on I like that we're all able to dance for about three seconds when each of these songs comes on. Sisters, we gotta hold here is song number nine. Oof. Song number nine again. And song number ten. I'm sorry, Laurel, did you say something? I'm just singing. Oh, you're singing. Okay. I'm singing. All right. Put, yeah, there you go. Pencils down, everybody. All right. You got to keep your own score. Again, you get one point for the title, one point for the artist. And we circle back to our first song. Here we go. All right, Laurel, what is it? What do you have? I don't know. I guessed it was Elvis. Okay. Paul Cross. Uh, I will tell you that I got all 10 of them. Wait, so, hang on. I, mean, I know. So, so what do you... Uh, hang, do on, you hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to back up just a second. After Laurel's answer, I heard a, a guffaw. You can't guffaw <laughs> me this early. I heard a guffaw I, listen, on the phone. I, we heard this on the radio, and I told her who it was, and I can't believe she forgot, and she couldn't believe that it was. <laughs> okay, look, it should be Laurel Grant. Greg, okay. Alex, Paul. All right, let me change the order. Let me change the order. Paul's got to be last. And yeah. so it's, all right, Laurel, Greg. All right, so Greg, who do you have? I've got Queen, Crazy Little Thing Called Love. All right, Alex. Queen, Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Paul. That is correct. Yeah, crazy. Paul Paul can be the arbiter of, of all, the, <laughs> all of them. All right, here's song number two. <laughs> Laurel, who is it? It's Hit Me With Your Best Shot. I don't know the artist. All right, Greg Rhodes. Is that Joan Jett with Hit Me With Your Best Shot? Uh, Alex. 
Hit me with your best shot, Pat Benatar. And Paul Cross. And Alex is correct. Yeah, Pat Benatar, hit me with your best shot. All right, song number, what is this, four? With the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just... Laurel? That's Eye of the Tiger. I don't know the artist. Greg Rhodes? Yeah, Eye of the Tiger. I think I wrote Survivor. I think that's the name. Paul? Well, Alex is oh, I'm sorry, Alex. Me, but, Alex, oh, but... I'm sorry, Alex. I have the Tiger Survivor. Yep, Paul. That is correct. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm just right. going to say that is correct. I'm just going to say yeah. that, yeah. Uh, bonus point. What movie is that from? Uh, Rocky Three. Was, was it Rocky Three? I know it's well. One of the Alex Rocky. is our movie guy. Uh, yeah, that's so. true. That's true. If he says Rocky Three, yeah. then it's Rocky Three. All right, here's your next one. Laurel. Toto by Africa. Toto Africa. Africa. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sort of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Greg. Toto Africa. Alex. Toto Africa. Paul. That's what it is. A sweep on that one. How about that? Maybe I'm just too demanding. Laurel, go. Oh, uh, when doves cry, Prince. Greg. When doves cry, Prince. Alex. Doves cry, Prince. Paul. Ditto. Okay. Laurel. Don't you forget about me, uh, Simple Minds. Wow, Greg. I, I blanked on it. You, wow, wow. Okay, uh, Alex? Uh, don't you forget about me, but I put down a tear for fears. I blanked out. Oh, wow. Paul Cross. Yeah. What Laurel said. Yeah, it's Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. And bonus point, what movie is that from? Breakfast Club. That's right. Breakfast Club. All right, here's your next one. Don't be Laurel, who is that? That is Joe Kelly singing in the shower. <laughs> Greg. Okay, she gets bonus points for that one. I didn't have the song, but is it Cindy Lauper? Uh, and Alex? I, I said Cindy Lauper, and I don't know the song either. And Paul Cross. Uh, Cindy Lauper. Oh, my gosh. Now you guys, I think it's True Colors. It is True Colors yeah, by Cindy Lauper. You guys threw me a, for a loop there That's for a, a second. difficult one. Yeah, 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 a, yeah. That was a good one. All right, here you go. Here's your next one. I hope everybody gets this one. Laurel? It's Bon Jovi living on a prayer. And uh, Greg? Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Alex? JBJ living on a prayer. Uh, Paul? <laughs> Not as hip as Alex. I'll just say ditto. Yep, there you go. Here's your next one. Laurel? Is that cherry pie by warrant? Uh, Greg? I'd pour some sugar on me. My uh. guess for the artist is poison? Uh, Alex? Poison, pour some sugar on me. And Paul Cross. And it looks like I'm the only one that's going to get this that's right. That's right. It's Def Leppard, yeah. pour some sugar oh, on me. Come on, guys. There I you go. can't believe I did that. Yes. All right, here is your last one for round two. Laurel. Guns and Roses, welcome to the jungle. Greg. Guns and Roses, welcome to the jungle. Alex. Uh... Welcome to the Jungle Sweeps. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, poison. Say poison. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Def Leppard? I think it's Def Leppard. And Paul. Yes. Guns and Roses. Welcome to thy jungle. All right. Y'all add up your scores. That's the end of round one. We will have round two of our Friday night fun and games music trivia coming up next. Everybody stay with us and continue to add up your scores. The songs get more current 
as we move on. We're we're spanning from the 1980s to the 2020s, and we're going to have some more current songs coming up straight ahead. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. It could be a Barbie party at the Golden Globes on Sunday. The comedy starring Margot Robbie as the iconic doll is up for nine awards, including Best Motion Picture Musical or Comedy. Meanwhile, Oppenheimer has eight nominations, including for Best Motion Picture Drama. Two. What's described as a widespread presence of plastics in food is being reported by Consumer Reports. The nonprofit consumer group called on regulators to reassess the safety of plastics that come into contact with food during production. Consumer Reports said on Thursday that 84 of 80 Five supermarket foods and fast foods it tested recently contained a chemical that's used to make plastic more durable. One. One. The latest jobs report is much stronger than expected. The Labor Department says 216,000 jobs were added in December. The unemployment rate remains unchanged at 3.7%. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than me sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. By the way, a couple of things here before we get back to our music trivia. Friday night fun and games. Uh, While in the last 30 minutes, they've released three more batches of Epstein documents. Uh, so so there is a whole lot more documents that are coming out right now. And uh, it's late Friday afternoon. And what an interesting time to release things. Uh, you know, as, uh, as the news cycle goes, late Friday afternoon, they call it taking it out with the trash uh, because the news cycle uh, is uh, is different as we get into the weekend. So we'll see. We'll take a look at these documents and see. I did see that Hillary Clinton is mentioned in them, but I don't know the context under which she is mentioned in them. Uh, And then Laurel, you mentioned, I think it was the Golden Globes or the Academy Awards or something like that for Barbie, the Barbie movie. Yeah, Golden Globes, yep. I will tell you that after I filled in for Sean Hannity, excuse me, not Sean, after I filled in for Brian Kilmeade last week, week before last, whatever it was, um, and I talked to that movie critic, and he said that that was one of the 10 best movies of the year. And so I, fe- I said, fine, all right, fine. So I, I, I watched it. I just did over this weekend, too. I did not enjoy it. What? I enjoyed it thoroughly. There, I couldn't wait for it to be over. And uh, I, 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 I don't want to say I hated it. I just did not enjoy that movie at all. Did Alex like it? Is Alex still there? Alex, did you like it? What movie was this? Barbie. <laughs> the Barbie movie. Oh, I don't. I don't know why I was like writing down my notes here. I was adding up my totals. Yes, I did enjoy it. Mm. All right. All right. Here carry we go. the carry the one. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, so you had to do all the math here. All right. Here's oh, your next funny. song. Friday night. M- 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 sorry, m- music <laughs> trivia. I was going to say. I swear, m- we're m- professionals. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Okay, write that down. I'll let you hear it again. Song number two. Song number two again. Song number three. (laughs) 
Song number four. I'll let you hear it one more time. Song number four. And your last song for segment number two, song number five. I'll let you hear it one more time. All right, back to song number one. Laurel, here we go. You get one point for the title, one point for the artist. Who is that? That is my cat when I leave the house. (laughs) And uh, Greg. I did not have either. Alex. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares. Originally by Prince. That's right, Paul. Yeah, Prince Prince wrote it. Nothing compares to you. In fact, the reason that one of the ways you know that Prince wrote it is that when it's when you look at the title of the song, Nothing Compares, it is the number two, two and the letter U. That's that's so classic Prince. R.I.P. Sinead. We lost her this year, didn't we, in 2023? I do yeah. believe we did, yes, yeah. indeed. All right, uh, song number two. Laurel. Losing My Religion by R.E.M. Greg. Uh, I didn't have it. Alex. Uh, Losing My Religion, R.E.M. Paul. Yep, ditto what they said. All right, song number four or three or whatever it is. Laurel. Uh, I know it's Michael Jackson. I don't know the rest. Greg. Michael Jackson, black or white. Alex. (laughs) Michael Jackson, black or white. Paul. Yeah, that's it. That was one of the coolest videos. That was so revolutionary the at the morphing. time. That was very, that, very agreed. Yeah, that sadly. introduced us to morphing in videos. Now anybody can get an app to morph things. Have you seen the thing where I morph into Brian Kilmeade? That's creepy, isn't it? Yeah, it, it made me creepy. uncomfortable. It makes all of it. It makes everyone uncomfortable. It really makes Brian Kilmeade uncomfortable. It, I was going to say it makes Brian Kilmeade uncomfortable when he morphs into you. Yeah. But, you know, Brian's like, can you can you not morph into me anymore? I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. All right, here's your next one. Laurel. No idea. Greg Rhodes. Is that Meatloaf? But I didn't have a I didn't have a title. Alex. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that by Meatloaf. And Paul that Cross. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. You know, it's funny. I saw a Meatloaf written. Uh, Marla wrote that in our in the chat group, and I was like, "Wait, did I accidentally play that or something?" Was she? No, guess- I had asked in the chat group when I first got on the chat group. I said, "My mother-in-law, who's eighty-seven, is here. I've got to get her some meatloaf tonight." Oh wow! I got to get I got to get meatloaf, and I was looking for suggestions on where I can get that from, and. So that's where the meatloaf came into. Okay, so how interesting! We're a meatloaf night. It is indeed. All right, here's your last song, segment two. Laurel. Ah, uh, that I saw the sun. That's all I know. Uh, Greg. I saw the sign. I don't know the artist. Alex. Ace of Base. I saw the sign. All right, Paul Cross. It's Ace of Base, and the song is actually called. The sign. That's right. Actually, Paul Not is the only. I saw oh, no. Paul, the sign. Paul is the only one who actually got the title of the song right. You're absolutely right about that. And by the way, when it comes to meatloaf, uh, and I'll go down the line here: ketchup or gravy on the top. Laurel. Mm. Both. No, you. What? No. Neither. What? <laughs> Yummy. Do you not eat meatloaf? Do you understand what I'm? Do you understand the words like... that are coming out of my mouth? I like either. Greg. Gravy. Gravy, Paul. I, you know, I like them both as well, but I, I'll think I'll go with the gravy. I'm a gravy guy. 
Uh, but ketchup like, is what I normally have it in. I'm all about the ketchup. In fact, I will take I will, I will take an extra side of ketchup, and then I will dip it in ketchup. I, I'm suddenly Donald Trump. I'm dipping my yes. steak in ketchup. No, I, I think that's my new band name. Let me write that down. I'm all about, about the, the ketchup. ketchup. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming up next, it's going to be round three. We're going to get a little hip-hop action. Uh, and again, we're, we're getting newer songs as we go along. We're spanning the decades from the 80s to the 2020s. And we'll continue our Friday Night Fun and Games music trivia with our panelists of music aficionados and Laurel. That'll be coming up. Coming up next. Stay with us. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. Breaking news to lively debates. Covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's news and talk. WDBO. Friday night, fun and games. And we're continuing our music trivia here. If you'd like to watch behind the scenes, we have secretly hidden cameras in all of our WDBO studios so that you can see the faces behind the voices, the celebrities behind the names. If you'd like to check it out, just look uh, for the WDBO Facebook page and you can see that live video and see what we all look like. Uh, all of our faces for radio, so to speak. And uh, the one face you won't see is Mr. Laurel Lee, who is joining us on the phone. We were not able to hide a camera uh, at his house uh, where he is right now. So uh, our Friday night fun and games music trivia... And our contestants are Laurel Lee, uh, Greg Rhodes, uh, Alex, Mr. Laurel Lee, and uh, Paul Cross. And we're ready for our next round. This is going to be round number three. Are you ready? Here we go. Song number one. You get one point for the title, one point for the artist. Okay. Song number two. Song number two. Song number three. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at Number three again. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at All I see is Weird Al Yankovic. I don't know why. <laughs> Song number four. Number four again. Here's song number five. Am I going too fast for you guys? Song number five. Number five again. Here's song number six. I hope you're watching the video because Laurel just acted out the music video. Here's song number seven. Whatever happened to the values of humanity, whatever happened to the... These are getting harder for you, Paul Cross, aren't they? I have no idea what he's on. <laughs> there you go. Whatever happened to the values of humanity, whatever happened seven again. to the... All right, here's song number eight. And all you'd ever hear me say... Song number eight. And all you'd ever hear me say. Here's song number nine. 
Great video, that one as well. And lastly, song number 10. See, Laurel suddenly is going to be, she's in her element now. And Paul Cross is not. I think I got six, seven of them out of the ten. All right, so let's go back to the top here. Here's your first song. All right, Laurel, the artist and the title. That's Tupac, and it's California Love. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, actually. Greg? I had Biggie, but I think that's wrong. That's all I had. Uh, Alex? California Love, Dr. Dre, and Tupac. Mm, mm, Paul? What? You know what? I have it as California Love, and it's by, uh, it's by Tupac Shakur featuring Dr. Dre. But I, that, I, that goes up to 11 in my car, Joe. That's one of my jams. Mm. It's called so California Dreamin'. No, it's not. No, no it's not. That's the mamas and yeah. the papas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. California dreaming on such a winter's day. Do I? Do, I did stopped I, to do a church. Did, I got down on my knees. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, did I write it down wrong? Yeah. Yes, you oh, did. Sorry. Gosh, I made a mistake. <sighs> okay, fine. So, California Love by Tupac and Dr. Dre. All right, here's your next one. <laughs> Laurel. I know that song. I don't know any of the info. Greg. Umbop with uh, Hanson. And... <gasps> Uh, Alex. I can't believe she missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Paul Cross. Mm, Bob Hansen. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> hashtag fun fact. They, the three of them, the Hansen brothers, were from or are from Tulsa, Oklahoma. The, the town from which I moved here. You're right. That is very fun. Thank you for that fact. All right. See, turd. <laughs> see, Craig probably, remember, uh, Craig probably remembers the Hanson Brothers from the movie Slapshot. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> Hanson Brothers, man. That's just... Oh, that was a different Hanson Brothers. That's right. Oh, my God. I forgot about them. They're a little Slapshot. Slapshot. Was that... That was with... Classic. Not, not Robert Redford. That Paul was Paul Newman. Newman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Here's your next song. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at... Laurel. Gangster's Paradise. Uh, Coolio. And uh, Greg. Yep, Coolio, Gangster's Paradise. Alex. Coolio, Gangster's Paradise. Paul. Amish Paradise by <laughs> Weird Al right. Yankovic. That's right. <laughs> that was good. He did do that, didn't he? That was so good. That's, That's why I keep hearing that. Yeah. And my, I keep seeing the video of him with the dreads and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, here's your next one. Laurel. Oh, another one I know, but I don't. I don't know. Greg. Is that Faith Hill? But I don't remember the title. Alex. That's uh, Celine Dion. How do I live without you? Paul. That is How Do I Live Without You? And it's by Leanne Rhymes. It's How Do I Live uh, by Leanne Rhymes. Okay, I missed I missed that. Oh. Okay. Yes. Do you know anybody okay. can anybody tell me what movie it's from? Uh Yes, it's from Con Air. It is from Con Air. That's exactly Weird right. Combination. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. All right, here's your next song. All right, Laurel, you should know this one. It's Nickelback, who is a good band. I will fight with you people if you say no, and it's how you remind me. Okay, uh, Greg? I had Nickelback, but I had having fun yet. Alex? How you remind me, Nickelback. Paul? 
I had neither. Aha. All right. It was uh, How You Remind Me by Nickelback, one of the greatest alt-rock bands that has never played. All right, Laurel. It's Britney Spears, and it's uh, Baby One More Time. Greg? Yep, Britney. Uh, Hit me, Baby, one more time. Alex? Uh, Britney Spears, hit me, Baby, one more time. Paul? Uh, Britney, never mind. I won't say the last part of that. Uh, Baby, one more time. All right, here's your next song. Whatever happened to the values of humanity? Whatever happened to the... Laurel? I don't know that one. Greg? I didn't have anything. Alex? Uh, Black Eyed Peas, Where is the Love? Paul? Didn't know it. Alex had it right. (laughs) Wow. This guy is on fire. You want to know why? Because Alex has his Shazam up to the radio. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. He's it's, totally cheating. Uh, don't get salty. <laughs> totally. Don't get salty. You, right. knew, you knew the 80s song. All right. Here you go. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm just giving you... I'm poking, poking Here, the bear, Alex. Here's He's your good. next one. And all you ever hear me say... Laurel. My little preteen heart would belt this out. Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Greg. My now 30-something yourself will belt this song out. Uh, yes, Kelly Clarkson, Since You've Been Gone. Alex. I got it wrong. Uh, since You've Been Gone by Ashley Simpson. Ah, Paul. I have loved this since I was a little girl. This is Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> since You've Been Gone. It is a great song. That's Kelly Clarkson's best Kelly song. Kelly Clarkson is awesome. Yeah, she, she is such a great vocalist. And to think that she started on American Idol. All right, here's your next song. Laurel, I know you know this. I don't actually. I think it's oh. Black Eyed Peas, but I, I I can't remember the name. Wow, of the I know. Greg, uh, Outcast, shake it. Uh, Alex, Hey Ya, uh, Outcast, and Paul Cross. Yeah, I had Outcast, but I didn't have Hey Ya. It's it's, it's yep. Hey Ya by uh, mm-hmm. by Outcast, and here is your last song for segment number three. That one should be super duper easy, Laurel. It's still so sexy. It's Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake. All right. And Greg? Yep. JT, Sexy Back. Alex? JT, Sexy Back. Paul? Yep. Ditto. All right. Stand by. (laughs) Our our fourth and final segment of music trivia continues next on The Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. All right, we're not had, uh, had time for the full round here, but we'll do this one song. So everybody listen closely. Here's your final song. It's a lot of bad things that they wish and they wish and they wish. All right, Laurel, who is that? That's your favorite rapper <clears throat> of all time. <clears throat> do you know the name of the song? No, I don't. Do you tell everybody what the rapper is? Drake. Yeah, Drake. Uh, Paul Cross, do you know that one? I thought your fam- your favorite rapper was Vanilla Eminem. Ice. Who? Or Vanilla, no, I'm sorry, Vanilla Ice. Right. <laughs> and Greg, did you know I it? Know, I yeah, knew it was, it was a white Drake, guy. I can't remember the song. Alex, did you know it? Drake, no song. I don't know the song. God's Plan. The name of the song, God's Plan. All right, uh, yeah. everybody scores. Laura, what was your score? A whopping out of 50, 28. Oh, my. I know. Uh, Greg, what was your score? I hit 30. And Paul Cross? 42. And Alex? 47. Woo! Ding, 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 ding. Alex 
wins. Congratulations. We're going to send Laurel right over to your house <laughs> to, to deliver you your prize. I for, am the prize. For winning. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I'm glad that Alex won because my wife wouldn't have liked that. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really, really awkward. Y'all have a great weekend. Thank you so much for playing along with us. We can't wait to be back on the radio with you again Monday afternoon, 5 till 7. And don't forget, Monday morning at 8 a.m., you could win $1,000 in the WDBO payroll payout. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.